0: Hey, everyone, this is Craig Valentine, and I am here with Tony Horton. You guys must know who Tony is. He is on TV all the time with his uh, P90, P90X programs. Um, I'm going to let Tony explain uh, a little bit more about his background, you know, he's a trainer to the stars and all that sort of stuff, and, you know, the first programs that he put uh, available on TV and, and the most popular programs that he has. And then we're going to go into asking him about his, you know, ideas on exercise, and, and most importantly, motivation and inspiration to keep you guys going. So, Tony, welcome to the call, and tell us a bit about yourself.
1: Hey, Craig. My pleasure, my friend. Uh, I'm really excited to share what I know uh, with with your crew. And, um, you know, I started out, uh, I guess, about 25 years ago. I came out to Los Angeles from uh, from the East Coast. I grew up in Connecticut, Rhode Island. And I came to California to be an actor, I thought I was going to be Brad Pitt and uh Jim Carrey wrapped in one, which uh did not turn out, but uh I actually had a much better situation when I started uh, really learning about the effects of exercise and uh and how that changed my life and how I could share that with more people and uh and learning you know early on that uh you know true fitness and true health doesn't come through a pill a potion or, or processed food you know it comes from hard work, consistent work, and um you know it comes from a good diet and uh so, you know, at first it was all about weightlifting for me. I was just about going to the gym and doing chest for an hour and a half and then getting on the bike, you know, for 45 minutes, and that was pretty much my routine. Uh, but, you know, that was certainly much better than what a lot of folks were doing um, that I knew at that point. They were, you know, not exercising at the rate that I did. I, I, I was doing it back in those days purely because I thought it was going to help me be a better actor, and uh, and to be perfectly honest, I didn't like to go to bars or clubs, so it was a chance for me to meet people. and. And uh, and be social without having a, in a smoky, you know, alcohol-ridden environment. Um, and then over the course of time, uh, you know, I got very lucky. I, I started my training business, and I I met uh, my first client was a uh, celebrity client was Tom Petty, and then from Tom Petty went to Billy Idol and Annie Lennox and Stephen Stills and uh, um, Shirley MacLaine and Sean Connery and Rob Lowe and Chad Lowe, and the list goes on. Annie Lennox, uh, I think I said Annie, but. Uh, Um, also Allison Janney she was on West Wing for a while and Usher and Ewan McGregor (laughs) you know so I had a nice ride there and I had a nice little training business just training uh, people one-on-one but the thing is there's only so many hours in a day so you're getting up at five o'clock and training people till nine o'clock at night barely having enough time to, to eat right I'm eating you know Cliff bars and power bars in the car from client to client but fortunately, I had you know I had some camera time as well, so I was uh, you know getting my chops in front of a camera, along with building my fitness business, and at the same time still acting, uh, here and there, little parts in movies, not, not nothing really tremendous to talk about. But um, and then I started working for Nordic Track, and so Nordic Track, when I was uh, I was their um, their spokesperson for a short while, so I was able to sort of incorporate my fitness knowledge with my on camera knowledge, and so that was kind of rare because there was a lot of people who could go on camera but didn't know much about exercise and fitness and sports psychology and those types of things. And I did, so uh I walked to talk and that, that helped and then I met Carl Zeichler um about eleven years ago and that's when Beachbody got started and we did Power Ninety and then T ninety X and now we're the you know, the biggest fitness company in the country. Holy cow.
0: Yeah, very cool. Hey why uh sorry when did um when did your training philosophy change? You know, you said that you know when you started out you know, it was the classic bodybuilder type stuff. Was it an evolution, or was there any kind of major, you know, changes, you know, instances that you can tell us about that really, you know, twisted your philosophy about training?
1: Well, you know, I think initially I was very uh, skeptical of things outside of what I was used to. I think that's very common with a lot of people. That's why you see a lot of folks that are just runners, they're just just do Pilates classes, who just do yoga, who just do weightlifting, you know. Some will do just do gymnastics, even though you know. Uh, I think all those are great exercises, but I I always was very curious about other uh, types of physical movement outside of what I was doing, and it seemed that nine times out of ten, every time I tried something different, it, it there were new benefits. You know, when I first took Pilates, it was really hard, and I thought, well, why is this hard? You know, I'm physically fit, but why am I having a tough time with this? So I you know started incorporating uh, basic Pilates, not a you know not a full ball, full bore uh uh Pilates schedule same thing with yoga I mean I went to yoga and I had my butt kicked and I thought man oh man I see the I saw the benefits on day 1 I mean I put it off for 5 years because I thought it was sitting in lotus and going you know doing ohms for for an hour but I discovered that there's you know dozens and dozens of different types of yoga and I found the two or three that I really liked things that were really benef- benefit beneficial for me and the uh, same thing came with plyometrics and interval training and speed drills and um and cross training and uh um and, and mixing them all together i mean that's basically what p90x is it's it's just a combination of of all the things i've learned over the course of the last 25 years things that have worked for me things that have worked for my clients um you know and so when you're hired by a big rock star or a movie star to get them ready for a tour or, or a movie you want to make sure that whatever you're doing is unique and and stands out and and uh and is a very effective in a short period of time, because a lot of times actors and uh, and rock stars have limited time and, and tight schedules. So um, my philosophy was, uh, you know, we call it muscle confusion now, but it was really a combination of different exercises that provided uh, uh, onset muscle soreness without joint pain and the ability to come back day after day after day, five to six days a week, really hard, without without hammering people and getting them hurt and getting them injured. So... That, that's that's how I got started.
0: All right, so that's pretty cool. So why don't you tell us maybe a little bit more about the genesis of the actual program that you guys you know started selling on TV uh, back in '98 or '99 or whenever it was. That was the original. That was just P90. Is that what that Power
1: was? Power90. Yeah, it's become an acronym called P90 now, but it was Power90. You know, Power 90 started when uh, you know we did a, a product called Great Bo- Great Body Guaranteed, and it was these 15-minute workouts, and it was like maybe six different workouts that you know you did. One was a stretch, one was an arm, one was one was uh, legs, one was a little cardio routine, and so Power 90 was sort of a uh, a slightly more involved version of that. It was a it was the routine that I gave Tom Petty. That I had with Tom Petty before he went on on a tour way back in those days, when I first met Tom, he was in terrible shape, you know, and he just had never had a exercise routine before. So what we did was we we concentrated on a circuit training routine. We started with your chest, back, shoulders, biceps, triceps, legs, and we'd do ab routines maybe three times a week so um and then we would do cardio, we would emphasize cardio because back in those days. You know, he was not capable of doing what I was doing, which was going to the gym for an hour and a half and then doing cardio afterward. It just—I didn't want to put him through that. You know, so I so said, let's just focus on your whole body uh, resistance wise. That way, when we jump from body part to body part, there's not a lot of lag time in between because we're not attacking the same. Like, you know, go to the gym, you do a set of, you do a bench press, and then you change the weights and you put your buddy on the bench and then he does a set and then you're sitting there spotting him. There's all that dead time, you know. So. We lightened the load with the weight, and we kept the pace up, and then we did his whole body. And then the following day, we would focus mostly on aerobic-type moves or interval stuff um, that got his heart rate up, you know, to build up his endurance. And so when Carl came to me, he said, uh, can you create some kind of a routine in front of a television set that's similar to the one that you did with Tom without machines? And I said, sure. You know, you do dumbbells and bands and uh, basic, you know, football drills, basketball drills, different kind of things where you're using... You are kind of jumping around in a small space because people don't have a lot of space in front of their television set. And that's what Power 90 was. And, uh, you know, our company was off the radar. And then Power 90 came out, and all of a sudden we were the only fitness company in the country doing something that no one would have even attempted to do prior, which is <laughs> try to sell six days work of exercise and healthy eating in an infomercial. That's the stuff that you got when you, you know, joined a gym and had a trainer um, but the thing about a gym is very few people were going to gyms six days a week, uh, and especially not using a trainer six days a week. It's just too expensive. So for the first time, people were getting all that stuff that I had learned over all that time with these celebrity clients and getting it you know, delivered to their front door.
0: I got a question for you. How important do you think is the follow along aspect of P P90 ninety and P ninety X and stuff like that? I mean, I, personally, I think it's probably one of the most important aspects of it. But what what are your opinions on that?
1: The follow along. I'm not sure if I know what you're asking. You mean trying to keep up? Well, people up-
0: people watch the DVD as opposed to just be you know getting a book. Like you know that takes it to another level, in my opinion. Is that like Would you agree with that?
1: Well, you know, uh my old line was it's no brainer with a trainer, you know? Because when you're on your own, right? You you're going to the gym and I, and quite often people's form is bad. Uh they they can't stay inspired because they they don't have any they don't have any sort of a guidance or pace to follow. Um, you know, the the, the amazing thing about P90X and Power 90 is most men would have never never in the past bought a bought a DVD and done fitness in front of their television set. They all thought it was hokey and stupid and and, and a lot of men like the social aspects of going to the gym and hanging out with their buddies, you know, or meeting girls or whatever their objective is. But most, you know, just the studies show that most women enjoy the privacy of doing whatever they're doing in their own home, right? They don't have to get in the car; they've got kids to deal with, and uh, they can work out, you know, right there in front of the TV set and save a bunch of time and still get pretty good results. So, um, uh, I think you know, having the DVD is infinitely better than. you, can, you know, Man, a lot of folks have been having to do it by picking up. Men's fitness, or, or men's health, or muscle and fitness, or, or something, and following little photographs <laughs> with, with text beneath it. I mean, that's just not very inspiring. You know, the one thing about the DVDs is it was shot on film. There were four cameras. Uh, there's modifications. Like you know, when you buy uh, a magazine and you see, I mean, I just did an article for a, a very popular women's uh, health magazine, and the restrictions on what I could write and how many photographs we could put in it were, were amazing. Uh, the nuances are gone. You don't get the modifications. You don't understand how to breathe. There's just only so much room on a piece of paper to, 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 to disseminate information to help people. On a DVD, it's endless. You know, I mean, it's endless. Uh, you just get so much more out of it that way.
0: Perfect. So what are your favorite workouts in the program? Is there, is there something that you could pick out as something that, man, you just love to do?
1: In uh, P90X has got to be chest and back. It's that first one when you open up the box, it's the first one you do. I think it's it's a complete knock in the face for people. They they get that and they go, Oh my god, twenty four sets of chest and back, this guy's out of his mind, you know, but but it's those kind of workouts that if you're willing to stick with it, that's why that's why, you know, Sheryl Crow and Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore and Jenny Garth and Emmett Smith and and uh David Akers from the Eagles and Kelly Slater six time All American Surfer and, and Pink and John Sally from the Detroit Pitch- uh, Pistons, and that's why you know why are all these celebrities who can afford the very best of the best using a DVD in front of their television set? Because the thing works, you know, it works like gangbusters. So it'd be chest and back, plyometrics, and yoga. I think those are my those are my favorites. Uh, I also like the, the the back and leg routine too. That's you know your whole body, top to bottom. Um, those are my favorite. My least favorite are cardio routines. I hate doing cardio, but I but But the benefits of doing cardio is like nothing else. So, you know, you do what works, even if you don't like it.
0: So uh, let's switch gears and talk about the 10-minute programs that you have now. Why don't you tell, you know, the folks listening at home, you know, what people can really get done in 10 minutes and then how you structure those workouts to get, you know, the absolute 100% out of every single second in those 10 minutes.
1: Well, you know, I remember when 10-Minute Trainer came out, everybody, everybody was calling, calling, you know, calling me a sellout. You know what I mean? Oh, Mr. F- Extreme Fitness is selling 10-Minute Workouts. He's a sellout. Well, you know, what What I'm trying to do, what Carl Dykler, our CEO, is trying to do, is get as many people moving and getting off the couch as possible. So there's a massive demographic of people who can't even get near Power90 or P90X, folks that have got 60, 70, 150 pounds to lose, you know. There's a lot more of those kinds of people in this country than ever before. So the only way you're going to get them off the couch is is introduce them to routines that are obviously shorter. They're, they have to still be intense. I mean, they can't be, you know, walking 10 minutes is not going to have the same amount of results. It's something that is very synergistic in nature where you're lunging and curling and pressing and kicking. And, you know what I mean? That's the thing about about the 10-minute trainer routines. Each one of those 10-minute workouts are not a walk in the park. Some of them have the same level of intensity Is is parts of the P90X routine. The idea is, I show you modifications. Look, here's the, here's the advanced way to do it. Here's the super modified way to do it. Pick one that you can phys- physically do, but I want you to finish the 10 minutes. You know, just do the 10 minutes. So the idea is to try to get two of those in a day. Now, if you did just 10 minutes a day, the results would come very slowly. That is if you modified your diet, right? You got all the junk out and you started eating better. But if twice a day, you know, the idea is, you know, we sell to 10-minute trainer um, as a means to help people who have very tight schedules start working out. People who have had all these excuses. You know, I don't have time. Right? I need. I don't. Need, you know. So it takes you 10 minutes to make the bed. You can work out in 10 minutes. But the demographic that we don't talk about are people who hate exercise. Hate it. They just i forget it. I don't like sweating. I don't like breathe, I don't like breathing hard. I I don't like my muscles being sore. So the idea is to try to introduce to those folks. Look, you know, if you want the quality of your life to improve, you're not going to get it through a pill, a potion, or a processed food. You've been wasting your time and going around in cycles with that. Why don't you try stepping up, you know, uh, do 10 minutes in the morning. I have a cousin who's a perfect example. She didn't like going to the gym. She had a bunch of kids. She had, you know, she she had the time. I mean, she knew that she could make the time. She just didn't want to. And so I said, look, here's a disc. It's me. It's your cousin.
0: <laughs> just put it in the thing and do it.
1: You know, I mean, and she lost a bunch of weight, she has a ton of energy, and, and she got off some of the basic crap food that she was eating, and she got amazing results. So,
0: Very good. All right, so let's talk about interval training. Um, I was reading, actually, your there's a Wikipedia page on, on Tony Horton, and I was talking about how you you got into interval training with the help of, uh, I think, Mark Sisson or something. And, and so why don't you tell us about your favorite interval type of training, your favorite duration, length, that type of workout, and then how you like to do interval training the best. Is it, you know, some type of cardio machine or is it biking outside? Or, or what do you like to do for interval training?
1: Well, you know, I do d- different kinds of interval training. Like the, w- the one that I'm going to do tonight is a, legs pl- is, a, is a plyometric legs routine. And so, unlike the plyo routine in P90X, you, you know we kind of go from one to another to another of you know super intense plyometric route, uh, move to a semi intense to a completely non plyometric move because you need that you can't do plyo 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 plyo. There's just you know the there's the lactic the Kreb cycle won't. Uh, I'm not how do I say this in basic terms? This is the lactic acid builds up so you, your muscles burn out. You can't you can't do it so. Um, the routine I'm doing tonight is a, is a combination of a plyometric movement and basic leg leg moves. So there's a lunge move, there's a squat move, there's a plyo move, and we kind of rotate. And there's some, a lot of isometric movements in there. You know, we do we do uh, chair against the wall, one-legged chair against the wall, and, I, and we try to go as quickly as we can. You know, because the heart rate shoots way through the roof. And then you take a short break, maybe 15 seconds, and you get fifty, maybe 30. Um, you know, if there's, if there's sometimes we have 12 people here at my house doing it. So, you know, some folks, I don't want to leave them behind. Um, so we have to, it's more people, slows it down. But that's one of my favorite interval routines. The other one I do is on machines. I, I love doing intervals on, um, like at my house here at my gym, I have a slide board. I have a ski machine. I have a versa climber, I have a stationary bike. I have a treadmill. I have a, a platform to jump rope on. I have a set of stairs and a heavy bag. Now, what I'll do is I'll do five minutes on each one of them. Right. So, uh, and I even have them all numbered. I wouldn't have them all like you know. And then with these interchangeable numbers, so it's just every every Wednesday night I do this mixed up, you know, car. I call it core uh, cardio interval routine. You know, so the heart rate's up, and then you ch- you know you're going full blast. Five minutes is awesome. It's the perfect amount of time for me just to go crazy. Then I hop off. I give myself like 30 seconds, and then bang, I jump on another one. And you know, what the great thing about that is if you think about it, you can go for a 45 minute run. And what are you doing the whole time? You're running. You're running, you're running, you're running, you're running. So you might hurt your knees, you might hurt your ankle, you might hurt your back. You're very susceptible to injury, especially as you get older. Have you ever, ever watched somebody in their 60s or 70s run? Holy cow, you just want to pick them up and throw them in a yoga class, you know. And, um, uh, but uh, when you're doing a routine like that, you go from a lateral ski exercise to a vertical climber routine to a linear running thing and then to a plyometric jump roping Thing. I mean, you can't beat that. You're less vulnerable to injury. Um, you're less vulnerable to getting to getting hurt and it's a heck of a lot more fun, man, when you're when you're mixing it up like that. So
0: That's a great point and it brings us, you know, nicely into the next question I have for you is, you know, why should people do yoga?
1: It's the fountain of youth. It's the fountain of youth. It's I think it's the most I went I went to yoga on Saturday and I walked in there the Tin Man, and I walked out the I walked out Gumby. I mean, in the course of 90 minutes. I mean, not all you don't have to go to a 90 minute yoga class, but most of the most traditional, at least where I where I live here in Los Angeles, most traditional yoga classes are a full 90 minutes. But it's it's strength, it's balance, it's patience, it's breath, it's strength, it's flexibility, it's everything, it's everything. And um, you know, it's isometrics. Uh, it's everything. It's not, you know, it's not interval training and it's not, it's not uh, high-end cardio training. But you know, as you get stronger and better at yoga, you know, there's level one, there's levels one, two, there's levels, you know, two, three, there's level four. You know, I've, I've been to yoga classes where you're, you know, you're standing on one leg, or you're doing handstands, you're doing shoulder stands, or you're, you know, you're doing these two-arm crane, pigeon thing. You know, it can be. It's like you know, you can go from basic. Kundalini yoga, yoga which is mostly just you know meditative and and uh, and mild stretching to uh, you know a Shtanga or hatha or Eng, Eng, Iyengar, and those classes are like Cirque du Soleil, <laughs> you know. So that's why yoga is great because it's so diversified. You know, with running, you you got what you got. You got run fast, run slow, run far, run short distance. That's all you got. And combinations thereof, <laughs> you know. And I love running. I mean, I, I love to put the iPod on and go. You know what I mean? If I'm, in a, if I'm up in Santa Barbara or I'm someplace really beautiful and there's great trails, oh, my gosh, I think running is awesome. But I think people do too much of the same stuff over and over and over again. I mean, how many times have you walked in a gym and you see people who look exactly the same as they did two years ago? And you think, well, man, you're in here all the time. How come nothing's changing? You know, uh, it's mind-bending. I mean, if ever, the whole country got up and did yoga every day. Holy cow, we'd be, everything would be green, there'd be no pollution, uh, global warming would end, you know, I'm being, being silly, but it's true. Yoga is, it's magic, it's magic.
0: It is, a, it is certainly a powerful 90-minute transformation. I totally agree, totally agree. Yeah.
1: Now, did you have,
0: Did sorry, go ahead.
1: No, that's it, really, yeah.
0: Did you have yoga in the original P90, Power 90?
1: Yeah, it was at the beginning it was the first it was the it was the warm up in the in the beginning of the routines, and a lot of people sent it back you know we got so many returns because oh my god this yoga is ridiculous because this was 11 years ago when you know yoga has become a little bit more mainstream now you know it's been on the cover of time magazine and it's it's in every it's in every health rag across the country now and about 11 years ago it was still fairly new to most Americans at least in the middle of the country people in New York and San Francisco and LA were doing it you know a lot but uh, but yeah, and a lot of people just got really angry because what's this silly yoga stuff, you know? But it was—I I still feel that yoga is the best warm-up to almost any routine. Yeah.
0: And how, how has the, P, the Power Ninety changed, you know, from that original program changed over time, and even your training philosophy, some of your beliefs—how have those changed in the last ten years?
1: Wow, good question. Um, I just—I know ten times as much now than I did ten years ago. Because, you know, now with these new one-on-one series workouts, I have to shoot a new workout every month. And, um, you know, we did volume one, which was uh, last July to this, uh, July '08 to July '09, And every one of those was new, so I had to come up with 12 brand new workouts. So, you know, I'm digging around and going to different classes and talking to different people and, you know, and just having to be like the mad scientist with, with fitness programs just to keep them interesting, to keep them – Fresh, you know, and, and, uh, and my thing is, I mean, I'm, all, I'm mixing stuff up now all the time. I, miss, I, I mix isometrics. I'm doing a lot of stuff on BOSU balls, stability balls, medicine balls. Like, I do push ups now on four balls. I don't do regular push ups anymore. You know, I do, I put my feet on a stability ball and my hands on a basketball and do push ups. You know, I don't do pull ups anymore. I do levers. I do muscle ups. I do pullovers, <laughs> you know, uh, and I'm 10 years older. Uh, now, obviously in ten years and I'm I'm my balance is off the chain. I had i had terrible balance ten years ago. I was very linear, I was very strong. You know, I could do uh, hundred and ten push ups in a row. Um but I couldn't balance on four balls and do a push up. No way I couldn't do one. So that those are the changes that I've made. I, I'm huge onto the on BOSU balls, stability balls and medicine balls. I'm a huge believer in balance exercises. I did one of my one on one routines was Called one on one on one leg, <laughs> and uh, for upper body, and the other one's going to be one on one on one leg for legs. Um, and there's, you know, because I'm bad at it. I mean, I do things, I work on things that I'm not good on, and I realize that the, you know you're good at things you do often. So, uh, people who get P90X get frustrated because they can't do the movement. Same thing with Power 90. I go, oh, this is no good. I can't do it. I said, well, that's, you're not supposed to be able to do it. If you could do it, it wouldn't work. <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, it, it's their skill-based fitness routine. The reason why they didn't—they never sold in the past—is because people didn't like stuff they couldn't do. But now Americans are more savvy. They, they you know, they're—they're they're learning, and—and and the fact—the and fa- the fact is, if you can't physically do things at the beginning, and you keep practicing and keep failing, and—and—and and, and notice that the increments of improvement is slow. That's why it's called Power 90 and P 90x. It's 90 days. It's not you know 90 minutes. Most programs that you get are, are dancing, kicking, punching routines. You know, Billy Blanks. Everybody could do that. I mean, it was a hard, intense routine, but you're standing on two feet, you know, and you're, you're throwing punches and you're doing these combinations and you're doing these contractions in your core. Awesome. Great. But it, it was very doable stuff, even if some people were, you know, doing modified versions and people were doing really extreme versions. Uh, the thing that's amazing to me is that there are people who have 70 pounds to lose that are doing – 90 x who can't literally do 80% of the workout, but do it anyway. You know what I mean? They just do it anyway, and they eat right. And in 90 days, they go from zero pull-ups to a half a pull-up. And so they do the whole 90 days again. And they go from half a pull-up to one and a half. And by the time they've done their fourth round, <laughs> they're doing six or seven pull-ups. And, uh, uh, you know, a year earlier, they could barely walk the stairs. And I've seen, I've heard dozens, like Dallas guy Dallas Carter, I'm going to Hawaii next week for a fitness camp. Guy lost 150 pounds. You know, he did Power 90 like four or five times. He did P90X five or six times. You know, because those three months will come and go. They come and go. Boom, boom. I mean, you know, October, November, December. It's gonna go. It's we're halfway through November already. Somebody could be halfway through P90X who started on, on October 1st. Um, and, and that's what he did. That's what people do. They just, they just love being bad at things because they hear me go. That's what it's supposed to be. That, you're not supposed to be great at stuff at the beginning you're supposed to struggle you know what i mean and one rep turns to two and turns two turns to four and before you know it you look awesome you feel great your life has changed
0: very cool and you i mean on facebook i'm friends with some p90x users and, and they have some powerful stories they're often some of the most interesting and exciting people on there and talking about their workouts and it's always fun to uh, to hear what they're saying and see them improve with their challenges now we actually have a lot of people that are personal trainers on my on my mailing list and people that listen to, to my calls. So I'm going to ask you a tough question here. Mm. If you could, you know, look back at your career and look back at, you know, the young Tony Horton, what are like maybe three or five things that you wish you wouldn't have done then, or you have learned over time that you, you know, you, the way you've trained yourself, even just in your own workouts, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you know, what, what would you not do then if you, you know, knowing what you know now?
1: Well, you know, uh, you know, you can always look back. You know, you can always play Monday morning quarterback. I mean, I, I think, I think at that time, um, early on, I wasn't as curious as I as I as I am now, in like the last ten years. I think the first, the first. If I wish, I knew uh, a lot more about exercise uh, then than I do now. You know, there's a combination of different things. I used to go around and make people just, you know, I walk around with my dumbbells and I. You know, I'd have them do push-ups and curls and squats, and there was no, there was very little stretching. There was, I didn't have the diversification with the intervals and the and the yoga. I didn't have any of that stuff early on. You know, if there's any kind of advice that I would give your trainers, I would just say, you know, get away from one and two and three-dimensional types of workouts. I mean, I have a buddy of mine. There's a perfect example. He's 38. He's a yoga instructor. That's all he knows. He loves yoga. Uh, I used to go to his yoga classes. I thought he had some of the best yoga classes. Ted McDonald, great, great yoga instructor here in Los Angeles. And uh, then he started hanging out with me. And so (laughs) now he's doing half yoga, half upper body, plyometrics. I mean, all of a sudden he's become this trainer that's doing all this other stuff uh, with his clients. And his his clientele list is exploding because he's becoming more diversified. You know, I mean, when you're only selling folks Pilates, you're going to have a limited audience when you're only selling folks or working with folks who want yoga, if that's your passion and you love that and and that's your thing, right on, you know, you you know and you you can build your business uh as big as you want. I mean, people, you know, end up with opening up yoga yoga studios um because they f- find a, a, a an area that people love yoga or an area that needs more yoga. And uh you can have great success, but if you're a trainer, man, open it up to more stuff and uh uh, it'll also you know it'll help your training it'll help your knowledge um you know anyway the short answer is um boy i wish i knew then what i know now
0: that's really good advice i really appreciate that and i know everyone yeah. listening does as well so let's turn uh turn the interview on its head a little bit and now talk about some nutrition tips you know what are your you know basic nutrition what's your basic nutrition foundation
1: for fat loss and more energy every day um, you know, I'm not a nutritionist, so I'm not an expert, but I can tell you what 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 works, you know. I mean, I am you know, and I one of this one girl, Julianne, we have this contest at Beach Body every year, and we give uh every month we give one woman and one man uh 1000 bucks for their for their story, you know. And we we this one girl um uh I met her at the shoot. We, and she her results were so so incredible that we invited her to come and shoot uh to be in the infomercial. And, you know, I walk in. I don't know her story because there are thousands of them. There are thousands of people who have lost a bunch of weight. She lost about 110 pounds at that point. And so I walk on the set, and I see her. And uh, there is an answer in your question here, I swear. Um, and I think she's one of the hired models, you know, because sometimes they'll, 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 they'll sprinkle in models with the folks that have had, that have had the results through the program. And I said, boy, where'd they find you? You are ripped. And she said, I'm the I'm the winner, for the first the January 2007 female winner. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God. What did you look like before? And she pulls out this before picture, and she's now half her body weight from before. Here's a gal who couldn't do a single push-up. She did Power 93 times in a row, and then did P90X three times in a row. So uh, uh, that's when I met her after you know all those months of doing Power 90 and P90X. And I said, my God, what, how did, Like diet-wise, what did you do? And she said, I did what you said. And I said to her, what did I say? And she said, I went from eating junk food and uh, processed food, and uh, processed white flour and candy and vending machine food. I, that's what she lived on. She was a legal secretary, and she just ate junk all day long. And she said, from there, I went to fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and lean protein and healthy fat. And she said, I, was just, I, just, I, I just felt so, it just made perfect sense. And that's what I tell people. I said, when it comes to your food, I can sit here and I can tell you how many, how many uh, calories to count. You know, I can just tell you percentages why, like 40, 30, 30, why that works. I said, you know, P90X, it has three tiers of nutrition plan. You know, the first month is heavy on protein. The last month is is heavier on complex carbohydrates because of, you know, the shift in your metabolism and blah, blah, blah. I said, but here's what, if you really want to make it easy, stop eating crap and start eating healthy food. There you go, in a sentence, done. You know, because your body knows how to metabolize uh, and, and and feel full and uh, and it gives you the energy I've, obviously a certain amount of supplements are important, depending you know especially if you're exercising uh, six days a week you know sometimes the, the food that we eat doesn't have the the, the nu- nutrients that we need to help our body recover and uh, and get ready for the next day so i mean that's been my philosophy i I've, i 't counted a calorie in twenty five years i 've never counted a calorie in my life <laughs> i don 't know how much i just don't I, I eat five to six small meals a day I do my protein shake. And I eat fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean protein, healthy fat. And then that's 90% of the time. Like I tell folks, I say, make your meals clean. You know what a clean meal is. It's got vegetables on the plate. It's got whole grains and somewhere in sight. It doesn't have white flour. It doesn't have uh, tons of, of, of whole dairy. It doesn't have processed food. It, there's no soda pop at the table. You know, there's no, there's no cake afterward. <laughs> you know. So it's about having discipline. Look at, your, look at your grandparents and great-grandparents. When I was in high school, I had a graduating class of 714 kids. Two were overweight. Two! Two people were overweight in our school. And I don't know why. Who knows why? Maybe they, obviously it was gin, partly genetic or whatever. But why now? Uh, at the graduating class, uh, it, it's over 50%. It's because of the crap. It's because of the processed food. It's because of the lack of activity. You know, our, my grand, great-grandparents, there are... Hundreds and hundreds of photographs of people, not one of them overweight. What's that telling you? Did they have nutritionists? Were they counting calories? No. <laughs> no, they were not. They were not sitting in front of a box uh, that had pretty pictures and words in front of them all day long. The average American sits in front of either an iPhone or a, or a laptop or a computer or a television eight hours a day. Eight. It's very hard to be physically active when you're staring at a squ- at a rectangle or square with stuff on it, can't do it. It's ba- it's that simple. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, you, all nutritionists say, well, it's a lot more complicated than that, Tony, and you don't understand. And certain people have, you know, certain. Okay, well, I don't know where they got it from because 50 years ago it didn't exist, and now it does. Because behaviorally, we're, we're eating food that we can't digest, food that is messing with our messing with our uh, uh, our hippocampus um, and our digestive systems. You know, just whole food, period. Yeah, it's such a
0: simple thing that can be so powerful, and I'm sure that you guys have have seen it, like you said, thousands and thousands and thousands of times, amazing stories of people literally cutting their body weight in half. and
1: In and half, so, in, in half. Yeah. You know, this a, Dallas a Carter girl. lost 160 pounds. This girl, Julianne, lost 110 pounds. They, in both their stories, they didn't count a calorie. They just stopped eating junk, and they stopped eating huge meals, and they stopped eating before they went to bed. You know, and the problem with most people, people is that that um that they have a food addiction and they're not willing to admit it. They have a serious food they're addicted to the to the crap ingredients that is in most food. Um and it's hard to get off. It's it's maybe not as hard as getting off of cigarettes, but it's really hard. You know what I mean? So I tell folks I say, find fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins and healthy fats and find the spices that make those things taste good. You know, and find the restaurants that will will. Will uh, make the food the way you want it. I can go in any restaurant anywhere and ask for exactly what I, what I want. You know, I mean, it's not, I'm not going to say I'm going to get the thin crust, whole grain uh, pizza, you know, covered in vegetables with no cheese. But I, but I'll get something close. I'll get something close. And I always tell the waiter, like, people say, "What do you do when you go out? What do you do when you travel?" I say, "Put a cooler in the car, uh, plug it in, and then put, you know, plan ahead." I mean, the nutrition is just like the workouts. If you want to have success with your workouts, you have to have a plan. Same thing with food. You have to have. A, if you're going on a trip, and you're going to be in a car, and you didn't pack the, in the night before and, and put it in your cooler in the car the next morning, then you have not made your plan. Then you have set yourself up for failure. You're you're gonna you're gonna be starving, and it's gonna be Kentucky Fried Chicken, McDonald's, and Burger King, and Pizza Hut along the way, and you're gonna make the mistake. You know there are certain rules to success. You know I call it the cycle of success. You know there are certain there are certain Things that have to be done every day for you to succeed, for your day to be your day to be great. You know, I'm 51 years old, and uh, 10 minutes ago I was eight playing catch in my front yard. <laughs> I'm 51. <laughs> How's that happen? The trip is short. You better get your act together. You know what I mean? You're going to go out like a lot of people. The last 20 years of your life, and it's an ugly picture filled with lack of movement, lots of depression, and too many bills.
0: Those, are those powerful, powerful points there, and, and Tony. You know, seeing you on Facebook and just listening to the last, you know, five minutes of of conversation there, you're you're a true motivator, very inspirational person. Now, what is it that, um, you know, what are some of the things that you have seen in in your personal training with clients that has helped people stay motivated? Obviously, uh, you know, just simply, you know, knowing to plan, planning ahead, keeping it as simple as possible. You know, what else has really been very successful in helping people that you've trained in person and, and through P90X to stay motivated and stick with the program?
1: You know, you know what I learned a long time ago is is that there, there's a great article in Time magazine. I came out I don't know about five or six years ago with the 10 most important trends of the millennium, and number nine was was called infotainment. And I'm kind of hardwired for that. You know, I mean that's just kind of who I am. I mean I was an actor and a comic. And I also love fitness, so I could take really dull, hard to swallow stuff and make it more palatable for people. Through through, uh, you know, little like you know, a lot of my expressions: do your best and forget the rest. You're only good at things you do often. Fruit special, you know, fruit special, whole grains, lean protein, healthy fats. You know, uh, the cycle of success, communication. You know, meditation. You know, these are all these are all things that I, that I that are that are short and easy to remember and keep you on track. You know, I mean, I you know you have a lot of trainers out there, but the thing is a lot of trainers and nutritionists, they, they, they treat this stuff like rocket science. Well, the stuff is hard to swallow as it is, and then we're going to make it dry and boring on top of that? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, the reason why P90X is successful is because Carl Dykler, the CEO, and John Congdon, our president, said, Horton, go do your thing. We'll tone you down if you get too crazy, you know? <laughs> and, and so I was able to just, you know, I mean, I... I go on QVC and I just act like a clown. I mean, I just, you know, why make this stuff? It's push-ups are hard, pull-ups are hard, squats are hard. Cardio sucks. <laughs> you know? I mean, if we're going to make it really important this thing and give it all the statistics and the, you know, the range of motion, the Kreb's cycle. Shut up. If your client wants that, if that's important, great. If they want to count calories, then you better show them how. But other than that, you better get a sense of humor. Get a sense of humor about it, man, and give people a break. A guy, I have a friend of mine. She's brilliant, brilliant. Uh, You know, she does uh, gyrotonics and and Pilates. But she starts working with me, and she doesn't cut me a break. She asks me to do things that I physically can't do, and, and she looks at me like I'm crazy. You're a trainer. I said, I've never done this move before in my life. I have a learning curve. Thank you very much. So I'd like you to be more patient, have a better sense of humor, and show me a modified version. And if you're supposed to be so good, don't, you know, you got degrees up the yin-yang, but you can't show me those three things? So that's, uh, that's important, I think.
0: That's, that's awesome stuff. I mean, that's, um, you know, aside from just being really interesting and, and motivational to the people that are, you know, listening for the fat loss purpose, the trainers, I hope you really paid attention to what Tony just said there, is, you know, career-changing advice for you. If you can be you know, entertaining and, and break things down into very simple uh, concepts from the very, you know, from slightly complex stuff that, you know, nutrition exercise can be, you will you will help a lot more people. And, and Tony, uh, you know, with 18,000 plus fans on Facebook, on your Facebook fan page, you are certainly helping a lot of people. So um, is there any yeah, other it's fun.
1: it's fun because, you know, Facebook, I can access so many people at once. I mean, I, I think, I don't know if you read my blog called When I'm 85. I couldn't believe it. I got like 110 comments and course of 12 hours because those things mean something to people you know those are stories you know i I always tell people that uh you know you can give all the facts and figures in the world but if you just tell a real a true story about about somebody that's that's why p90x infomercial has so much success we don't pay a single. all these celebrities use p90x a lot of them ask us to be in our infomercial for free but we turn them down because we don't need them People sitting at home, real people sitting at home, want to watch real people on their television. They don't want to watch, you know, some megastar talk about the program. I mean, all the information, all the infomercials that you see that have celebrities, they are paid money to say what they say. We don't have to do that. And we have the most popular product in the country because it works, because it's real, and it's it's truthful. Ooh, what a shock, huh? I (laughs) I really, really... Yeah, the, Sorry, truth, go ahead. the truth will set you free, man. The truth isn't easy. It's sometimes a jagged little pill to swallow. Um, but good things come to those who are willing to work hard. You know, I mean, if, and, if, and if there's a guy like me who can deliver it in a way that is fun, that is motivating, that is inspiring, that has some information attached to it. You know, I wrote these 11 laws of health and fitness, variety, consistency, intensity, purpose, reality, sport, the plan, stress and sleep. Loving it, flexibility, and food and supplementation. If You know, like I'm doing a camp in uh, Hawaii in a couple of days, and that's one of the seminars. How do those 11 things change your life forever? And in an hour and a half, uh, maybe not all 11 will will, uh, mean something to you, but at least four or five will. And if you can get a hold on to those four or five, like if that light goes on above your head and you say, oh, my God, I never really realized that I'm not getting enough sleep. You know, you, you you know some folks all of a sudden will change their sleep pattern and everything will change for them. Another one too is, you know, number nine is loving it. Why do exercise you don't you don't love or at least tolerate? Yeah, but everybody else is doing Pilates. I should no. If you hate it, go to the spin class you always love because it's a hell of a lot better than you fighting something that that's popular that you don't like. You know, these are simple rules that that when you get it figured out, man, it's just a whole lot easier to stay fit and healthy for the rest of your life.
0: Tony, I really appreciate everything you said here. Today. You've, I've written down about seventeen different things that have, have really hit me hard, and I really appreciate that. You know, having trained tens of hundreds of thousands of people, probably with P ninety X and in person and, and on uh, through the infomercials, and, or sorry, through the DVDs. Are there any other tips that you've come across that you want to share that we didn't cover?
1: Um. Yeah, you know, um, I think this is important. I think this is super important. The idea is not to lose weight. Right, losing weight is part of it, but it's not everything. You know, you see these uh, you see these processed food infomercials. Uh, I won't name names, but they have a lot of celebrities, right, showing people that hey, I did this thing and I ate this food in a box, and then over X period of time I lost the weight and look at me now. And so that's all about ego. All right? I want people to stop exercising for the sole purpose, to lose some weight so they can fit into a dress uh, that they can wear at a wedding in front of a bunch of people uh, who could care less because they're caring too much about themselves. And come Monday morning, you better have another wedding plan. Okay? That's a horrible cycle. That's not a real. Family reunions, high school reunions, weddings, You know, look good for some event. That is the reason why so many people struggle with their weight and their, and their, fit, and their health and their fitness is because they don't have a good plan. They have no plan, and they have no purpose. So, you know, stop getting away from the purpose of what the numbers on the scale look like and what, and, and what that, you know, what you look like in the mirror and what you see in the scale. I mean, I think that's part of it. I don't want to dismiss them altogether. Those are great ways of measuring uh, success. But the idea is how do you stay motivated, excited, um, Five to six days a week, because only five, six days a week are you going to get the results. Three days a week, you might as well throw yourself down a set of stairs, because you're going to be really sore, but you're not going to get the results. You also can suffer from something, something I call bipolar, uh, fitness bipolar disorder. You know what I mean? When you exercise really hard, you, you dump dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, these really important critical uh, chemicals inside of the brain, without having to do it through processed food, alcohol, and drugs, right? Why not do it through hard work? You know, might, might not be at the extreme levels, but it's, it's perfectly balanced when you exercise for 20 minutes or more a day. A brain-derived neurotropic factor, without getting too scientific here, um, BDNF, right? It's molecules and proteins that sit separately inside the brain when you exercise 20 minutes or more. They come together, and they, they create miracle growth for the hippocampus of the brain. It changes everything about how you look at the world, your memory, your cognition, your, uh, your um, ability to, to uh, work hard under, under pressure, it's phenomenal, regular exercise. So figure out a plan. And simply, you know, I hope I'm not going too long here, but I think this is critical. Get three calendars, anywhere between one and three calendars. Put them on your, the back of your front door, put them on your bathroom mirror, and put them on your refrigerator. Some folks need three. It's kind of, no matter where they go, there are those three calendars. Write down in advance what you're going to do, what time you're going to do it, And then put a red magic marker and attach it to the calendar. At the end of the month, if you don't have 20 X's for for when you accomplish that goal, you have basically not done what you need to do to to, to live large, to improve the quality of your life, to be healthy, to be fit, and to be less vulnerable to illness and injury. If you have 12, you know, it's better than zero, but you need 20-plus X's at the end of that month. Um, And I still do. I have a desk calendar, and I've been doing it for 25 years. I write my workouts down. For example... Tonight I got, I got plyometric legs at 6 o'clock. Tomorrow morning I have uh, shoulders and arms at 8.30. Wednesday I have uh, cardio intervals at 6. Thursday morning Thursday morning I'm back at 8.30 with the chest and back. Friday's cardio again, uh, probably a run or a shorter interval routine. Saturday is yoga. Sunday is my three-hour gymnastics workout. Work now, I might miss one or two of those a month, but that's uh, how I get going. And the other thing is purpose. Stop thinking about your ego. Your ego is going to make you fail. It always has and always will. Why don't you exercise? Because every time you do, your health will improve automatically. You don't have to wait 30 days, 60 days, 90 days for that. Your health improves when you move your butt. Your fitness improves improves when you move your butt. Your, your, the quality of your life improves because you get all those chemicals. You get that BDNF in the hippocampus, so all of a sudden you're smarter, you're happier. Those are beautiful things. And you're less vulnerable to going out like your grandparents did if they didn't exercise. It, you know, That's going to be a miserable train wreck right? Look at old people, you know, who don't, who never exercise. It is a pill-infested nightmare, and that's going to be you if you don't get on it now. So trust me, Though that's purpose for me, man, health, fitness, quality of life, uh, and being less vulnerable to illness and injury. That gets me off the couch. That gets me moving every time, and I look better, too. Oh, yippee.
0: You are, you are a machine at 51, Tony. I really, really appreciate uh all your words of wisdom here today and and uh, you taking the time out for this call. So thank you very well, thanks, much sir. Thanks
1: Greg. My absolute pleasure man. Anytime I can spread the word, I I really love it. Uh, I hope uh uh your, your uh your crew gets something from this and and uh and keeps them in the game and that's the most important thing.
0: Great stuff. And I wish you the best of uh of success in, you know, continuing to spread the word and get more and more people involved and I see you know, I see You and Carl talking about that on uh, Facebook all the time, and I encourage everyone listening to to follow Tony or or to join his fan page on Facebook. You know, he's always got some very good insights there. So best of luck to you on that. And, everyone, this is Craig Valentine. I hope you enjoyed the call and uh, talk to you soon, and best of luck with your health.